0: Today's episode of Winging It on the Ringer Podcast Network is brought to you by State Farm. Just like basketball, the game of life is unpredictable.
1: Talk to a State Farm agent and get a teammate who can help you navigate the unexpected. Vince, last week we touched on this, but obviously every sport can be... Unpredictable, but what's a recent memory you have in the NBA of an unpredictable moment?
0: Our most recent win is always unpredictable. I mean, like I said, we were a team that's just to win win an NBA game, but when you have a lead against either a a great team or a team that has a gifted score, once you get up on a team, double digits or so, you have to learn how to kind of make that double that to 10 to 20, 25 points if you can. And the unpredictability of the game of basketball in the NBA is always crapshoot and we were on the positive side finally
1: get a teammate who can help you navigate the unexpected talk to a state farm agent today
0: hey hoop fans want to play in a basketball game with some of today's biggest stars with charles barkley or Shaq as your coach well, Pringles and Cheez-Its are bringing you that chance with the Celebrity Crunch Classic.
1: All you have to do is go make your winning pick for Team Cheez-It or Team Pringles at CelebrityCrunchClassic.com. No purchase is necessary. Again, go vote and learn more at CelebrityCrunchClassic.com. Hello, and welcome into Winging It, part of the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm your host, Annie Finberg, as always, joined by Vince Carter. see in the house. And we are obviously here a little bit early this Friday. We usually drop on Mondays, but we just couldn't wait for you to hear this. Um, we're really excited to have Lecrae on. He's obviously performing at the Hawks game on Monday, so we wanted to make sure anyone who's local um, knew about it and would be able to come see him if they could.
0: Absolutely. I mean, I think it's a great opportunity to see him perform and kind of see how he does his thing and, and can really gives you a different vibe uh, than a lot of artists that, that are out um, now. So I think it should be pretty pretty dope, and I'm going to try to catch some of it at halftime as yeah. well.
1: <laughs> see if you can go back out there early. Absolutely. Uh, we want to check in. A couple games have gone by. A final game in Barclays Center. Mm-hmm. You got a standing ovation, um, and I heard Kyrie said he wanted your jersey retired. Did you hear that?
0: No. Really?
1: That's what I'm reading. I know reading. he said he
0: wanted my jersey. He got my jersey. He took my jersey. Did he? Yeah, he almost demanded. Like, really? Like, I'm getting that one. Because uh, one of the guys on the team, uh, Theo Pinson, who's a Carolina guy, uh, he asked uh, for my jersey prior to the game. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, you no, know, we we'll worked it out. And then after the game, I was like, yeah, I'm sending it to you. Kyrie was like, no, I'm getting that jersey. He's a veteran and he had more championships than anybody in that conversation. So. <laughs>
1: So you let he him have jersey.
0: it, <laughs> yeah. But he he did he he gave me his jersey as well. So, um, and, and he had some very kind words. He he said in in in, after, in his post game interview and in the locker room. So very appreciative and thankful for a guy like that. Um, so he's that jersey is going to definitely go up on the wall somewhere in the house.
1: And just to confirm, I'm reading it right here. Kyrie Irving says Nets should retire Vince Carter's number 15 jersey. Well, all right. So look at that. I'm not going to complain. Shout out to Kyrie. Yeah. Um, was there anything that Kyrie said to you, especially that kind of touched you as far as it being your last game against the Nets?
0: Well, I mean, obviously he's he's from the area, so he got an opportunity to see us play. Uh, but just to even include me in 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 his interview and, and just like kind words in, in general, like he didn't. It could have been as general as it come. I'm definitely thankful for um, just for the kind words and even just thinking to do so. So nothing really stuck out more than just showing his appreciation and for my time in Jersey. And that's good enough for me. <laughs> that works.
1: And was it emotional for you when you checked in? And also, I remember when you checked out, there was a lot of claps. It looked like you were... Not gonna cry, but emotional, you know, to check out for your final time uh, against the Yeah, I mean,
0: always. I mean, it's just when you check out for the final time, it's like hit you like, well, that's it. There's no more playing in this building. Yeah, it just it it was. I handled it well. <laughs> I did. <laughs> you did. It was. It was. Uh, it was I think because there's no video, that helped. Yeah, because they played time.
1: it two years two times, and, and yeah,
0: they played last last time we played here, so right. that kind of helped. Right. So, the so video, I saw the, the video graphic. last time. That was kind of the emotional one. So, right. but no, it's just, like I said, just to look in the stands and see all I've, all the Nets jerseys, the Raptors. I saw, um, I think I saw All-Star, Carolina. I saw a high school jersey of mine. So you just see the different jerseys out there. And one of the referees, uh, <laughs> it was pretty cool. He said, um, I think you had more fans here tonight than the actual Nets uh, did, and I was like, I, I don't know, you know, <laughs> I didn't. I was like, yeah, but that's, it was just a cool moment. I, mean, like I say I had uh, five great years here. Yeah, there.
1: It, it's always cool, and you know, Mr. Whammy had his that's sign for you
0: every game. He ha- he and his wife has one, but no, it was. Uh, he's he's great. He's been around for a very long time. I wanted to make sure all the time I show them love, and he will yell my name until I pay attention. And he, little, he knows like it's a. It's always great to come over there. It's like a tradition for me to go over there and just to say hello to them because they've been so good uh, to me and supportive to and of me even s- since I've been gone. You know, so and they always have a nice sign. I mean, they think of something every time; every it's time. always something different.
1: Yeah, yeah and they—it cool. was like a long sign too. It yeah. wasn't just like "We yeah. love you, Vince." It was yeah. like a lot.
0: He had a lot, and sometimes, and so the moments happen so so fast. It's like. I, I, as I'm walking over, it, I'm trying to, like, read real quick. It's yeah. so much. I was like, okay, I can't read it all. Luckily, I think somebody took a picture of it, and I actually, yeah. oh, that's what it all said. I right. okay, got it. Good.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was cool. Yeah, I think I got a picture of it. I have a question, actually, about Mr. Whammy. He loves you so much, but I'm wondering, when you shoot free throws against the Nets, does he do his little act for you?
0: Yeah, but it's not as bad. Okay. He's like, ah, I'm just going to give you a little something, a little something, nothing bad. It's pretty cool.
1: And for fans who don't know who Mr. Whammy is, he is a long time, how long, since you... Yeah,
0: even before me, yeah. So, now, nah, before I played there, he, he, was, was, he was serious. Oh, yeah, when you
1: came from Toronto. <laughs> yes. So he is a long, long-time Nets fan, um, dating back, obviously, pre-Vince Carter. And he will stand underneath the opposing basket while the opposing team is shooting free throws and try to yell and scream and distract them. I don't know. Does it work? He
0: has his finger whammies. Um, I don't know. I mean, you don't focus. I mean, you probably see him. In the distance, right?
1: No, it's all it's all noise. <laughs> don't, yeah, t- but, don't tell I mean, me if the
0: he can catch if he catches your eye, he can throw you
1: yeah. off. All right. Well, I am very excited for our guest that so we're about to introduce, Lecrae. Obviously, he's been great for the Atlanta community, been great for the music industry, and so much more. So, without further ado, please welcome Lecrae. <laughs> and we are very excited. I'm very excited to tell you that Lecrae. Yes. Grammy award winning. Yes. Best selling author. Wow. Entrepreneur. Of course. And many other things. I don't have
2: house? a 10 day con- NBA contract on there, but I need that too. That's
1: okay. We so can
2: Anything is almost possible. It's almost possible. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe two that. chains may let me play for his team. I don't know if That's I That's where you can start. Is, yeah, I can you start should. there. You should oh, do sure. that. I'm like, you know, we'll see. I got to first figure out how to stay in the type of shape I need to be in. I'm Vince can Vince. probably help you. That's what I'm saying.
1: Really quick, were you in <clears throat> Dallas when there was a football player that, like, sat on the bench? Roma? I'm a, yeah.
0: No, I, I just left. Oh. Mm.
1: Like, it could be kind of like that, but yeah. I don't know how that all worked out. That was like a Mark Cuban thing.
0: It, it was. Yeah. That's just, you know, anything for his guys. Wow. Yeah, and it, it hit Sports Center and all of that. He was dressed out in a real, uni- in a, in a real uniform. Real uniform? Wow. The whole night. And, you know, years ago, I'm talking about years ago. Uh, Amandra shot actually played in a game. Wow! How? He played in in the NBA game.
1: But like, how do you do that? You get like a ten day?
0: Wasn't they, he? I, they probably worked it out. He I, wasn't
1: I a real.
2: He didn't play in the NBA. NFL. He played in the NFL. Wow! I just always because he did inside the NBA. NBA. So NBA I just played, assumed. Oh, wow, I want to say the crazy. Vikings. That's crazy. Yeah. I didn't know that.
0: But he he actually played a game. It's video and everything.
2: Of him playing in in, in the NBA game. I will be on the court. I just won't be playing. Right. So we'll, but you know. That works. That works too.
1: (laughs) You gotta, you gotta know your lane. Yeah. Uh, Before we started recording, Lecrae, you were asking Vince, obviously he's an older man in this game and he has been able to turn back the clock. So we were talking about for fans who don't know, Vince will explain it, but you wear some kind of a device before you check in. After you check out,
2: <laughs> all the time, all basically, the time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. And Lecrae said it looks like you're turning. What'd you say? You said you looks like you're going back in time.
2: Yeah, it's like a time machine. Or something right. He's got well, it's uh,
0: it's basically, uh, and it's just, believe it or not, it's a couple of guys around the league that um can't remember the name of right now, but it's basically it heats up and it vibrates mm. and you can change the pulse of it and the intensity of it. So it's basically just keeps your back warm and it gives like a little massage. So oh, it's almost right. like sitting in a massage chair and you know how you can change the settings to yeah. the tip tip uh, the different vibrations you like okay. um shiatsu yeah. pulse oh. it does all of that oh and then you can and, and increase the intensity lower the intensity and and it gives you it's uh, 15 minutes or that's however crazy. long and you just sit there and it's, it's just basically a massage chair on the go that's awesome and it just keeps you back warm just keeps you get, and it kind of gives you a little sweat yeah. keeps you warm and then boom that's much the, That's when you get to Vince's level. I would probably have to just get a ball boy to just rub on my shoulders yeah. or something. <laughs> right. Well, you, know, you know, and then I'll have a heat pack on my ankle and they have them for, they have, I think they have one for your knees. And wow. I mean, there's all kind of devices out there. So a long time ago, um, I, I always said, you know, because I wanted to stick around so long, invest in myself. Yeah. You know, so little con- contraptions that the team might have had that I liked. I bought it for myself, so I oh, have my own to smart. do whatever. So that's smart. Um, there's a whole bunch of devices out there that a lot of the teams have used over the years that I still have that I still use. So yeah, yeah. that's brilliant. So if I pulled out all the stuff I had, you'd be like, "Bro, you have a trainer, a training room worth of stuff." But like I said, I was just trying to invest in myself to stick around for twenty plus years. Keep you in the game, yeah,
1: which you did. Facts, Liquor, I know you are a not only a basketball fan but a Hawks fan. That's right. You are a season ticket holder. I am. So just tell I'm, us. I'm, I'm
2: behind the bench all the time saying all kind of crazy what, stuff. What, what kind of stuff are you saying? Do you hear uh, him, Vince? Uh, I mean, you know, I'd be all so, over the place Yeah, you're tuned in. up. Yeah, he's in his, he's in yeah. his zone. Oh, I just say stuff like, you know, um, Jabari, if you would have combed your hair today, you might have hit that shot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just little stuff. You know, nothing major. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, some good funny stuff. Yeah, oh, good. I like it. I like it a lot. Nah, I saw, so I probably heard heard it before no. and just laughed it, and <laughs> it just kept moving. Nah, it's all, it's fun. I love being, um, you know, uh, I'm a big sports fan, basketball fan, and it's all things Atlanta. So when I when when we um, support the Hawks, we, we you know we here for the good times and the bad. We here.
1: And you're, like, a real fan. Like, you were coming to games. Like, I know you've come by yourself before. Isn't that right? And, like, I I remember I got a picture of you for Hawk Social. And you were just sitting there, I think, maybe some Sour Patch Kids or something. (laughs) But you were just enjoying the game there by yourself. I
0: love it, man. And I think the cool thing about being a season ticket holder, you get to see the growth Mm -hmm. of, of our team, especially us in the beginning. And, yeah, we won a few early and then went on these awful uh losing streaks but you can see the togetherness and the growth of our yeah. team and when you're a season ticket holder i think you get to experience that more yeah we're not winning them but it's like it's different right and i don't know if you're able to recognize that still being a fan you know mm. of course when you're when you're a fan you want to see your team win all the time but in this situation you kind of want to see the growth of your team over the over yeah. the months and I, you know that's i think that's the one thing about for season ticket holders, I think the positive of being a fan and being out a lot like you are. Yeah, it's definitely, it's,
2: it's, it's, it's great to see the team jail because you saw the pieces come together and I did. I saw the pieces come mm. together. You know, if you understand basketball a little bit a lot more makes more sense to right. you if you just kind of like a fan like a fairweather fan you just where, where's the wind's at right, but right, you know right. it's 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 those components and you know you got young players who are going to bud and become great and mm-hmm. you got some other players who are just trying to find their skin and then you got to have you know a certain type of veteran who can be there to say hey listen this is you know that they respect and you know it's there's some veterans that the youngest don't respect so <laughs> <laughs> that's it. A, fact
0: <laughs> that's i mean yeah that's a real fact i mean that happens all the time like you bring in veterans and some some guys are you know trying to stay in the league and trying to figure themselves figure it out like you said and then you have veterans who are able to do both and that's what young guys need they just need mm-hmm. guys who've been there been in the fire been in those positions before mm-hmm. and can still help them while helping
2: themselves you know yeah.
0: that's that's important for, for a young team
2: i love watching it so I'm i'm excited to see what happens i love the pieces that's coming together and you know Hopefully, you know, we'll have Vince for another 10 years, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be around. <laughs> I don't know if I'll be on the court. I'll be around. <laughs>
1: um, and speaking of the Hawks, we'll get more into this later, but we want to let anyone listening know that LeCrae will be performing at the Hawks game this Monday. Yeah. Uh, Martin Luther King day game. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about how excited you are for that. It'll be halftime and post game. Yeah. So people should definitely so come, come see. Out,
0: I can come out for the post game. Yeah. I'm going to sneak out there at halftime. Yeah,
2: come on. So um, it's always man i'm excited excited to be in front of atlanta excited to be in front of the crowd obviously a historic day um i'm all about restoration and and just following in the legacy of dr king and so that's a big piece for me um is is, is being able to be a part of that so that's that's gonna be great you know kinda my relationship with the hawks like inter- internally started with me performing there years and years back and i actually became really good friends with uh kyle corver because of that whole interaction and Um, and it's just, it's just a great experience, you know, so I'm excited about that in post game and, you know, playing the Raptors and, you know, it's like historic for you too. So it's a lot of stuff going on that day.
0: I'm going to tell you something that, you know, when we're in our business and doing the things that we do, we go about our business and we never realize the impact we have on culture all all the time. And I say this Mm -hmm. and, and the business itself. So, um. My daughter listens to my, my oldest listens to podcast sometimes, and yeah. every now and then she's like, "Oh, Dad, who you know who you have on next?" And I mentioned you. Well, she goes to Charlotte Christian. Wow, and, and you're one of the the people they motto and talk about all the time. So she's like, "Oh, oh," I was like, "Do you know him?" She's like, "Oh, they play him all the time in our <laughs> school. You know, as a, as a Christian school, so it's That's just pretty terrible. cool." Yeah. Uh, when she's like, she's like, Oh, I know him very well. He got this, he got this, got this. So it's just pretty cool. Like, that's cool. You know, knowing that. I so love to impact, Make parents cooler. That's, <laughs> that's what but yeah. And, and, but I think you have appreciation from the parents because mm-hmm. of, you know, the impact in your style of music and what you bring. And of course, hip hop and, and rap is that, but it's like a different avenue, which yeah. they, you utilize. Yeah. And it's, it's pretty cool. So, uh, the yeah. impact you have for, for that school alone is, wow. just, you know, that's amazing. That's, That's pretty cool. Yeah, she yeah. told me She's that. Like, yeah. That's a cool story. She told me this literally a couple of days ago, and I was like, "Oh, okay." I'll make sure I pass the word. That's yeah. great.
1: That's awesome. And I know you're a great performer. I recently saw you at Passion 2020. Oh, yeah,
2: right. On. I was so
1: excited. Um, I was actually with the Parkers. I made sure to go up to their oh, suite yeah. so I Shout could watch. But Parkers. it was it was amazing because it's it's so different from any other type of music, mm-hmm. and especially like you know in the worship side like you would yeah. never expect if you're mm-hmm. not listening to your lyrics closely it yeah. just sounds like you know like rap like mm-hmm. everyone else so mm-hmm. i loved it i thought it was amazing yeah. and um that was definitely the highlight of that whole weekend for me so That's i really awesome. enjoyed it you talked a little bit about restoration yeah which is kind of your word right now yeah. you have an album coming out can you tell us about that
2: yeah the album is actually called restoration uh it's just it's about the process of healing and my own journey of healing and you know a lot of us I think a lot of times people think when you're in the limelight, when you when you are, you know, shaking hands with the, you know, celebrities and you get to do all these things that you are somehow immune from like emotional, mental, physical problems. And so, um, that hit me like a wave over the last couple of years. And um, you know, I wrote I, I got music about it. It's like, you know, you're pulling up to a nice house and a nice car and you're emotionally a wreck or mentally erect. Or physically a wreck and um and so the album is just really about that process that journey of me uh finding restoration and want to encourage other people to know like you're never too far gone to be restored like whatever it is you might be dealing with i don't know what people go through you know but that's that's what all about. of the
0: stuff in between
2: yeah outside of the shows and what we see it for
0: like that's that's real life yeah you know what i'm saying so i i mean as you say it gave me chills because i was like man that's like that's a real thing Man. You know, for for a lot of, I mean, the superstars are superstars. You know, they go through and they feel like, like you said, we're immune to anything and everything and nothing bothers us. But at the same time, we do what we do, sell out crowds, sell out NBA arenas. But at the same time, when we go home, we still have issues, mm-hmm. situations to deal with, mm-hmm. putting out, taking out the trash and all, <laughs> you know, like everybody else. And, you know, it's funny, sometimes I, I'm sure you go through it, like, I'll go to the, I'll walk through the mall, not often, but every night I'm like, what you, what you doing in the mall? Well, I mean, I got it. I got to get what I need, right. you know, this or next door. <laughs> yeah. I, I got to go to like, or CVS. He'd be like, bro, yeah. why don't you do CVS? Like, well, I mean, nobody going to buy this deodorant but meat. Right. <laughs> <You laughs> so, you know, it's just, it's one of those things. Like we still have outside of our career. That's, this is like our job. Yeah. It's just like everybody else goes to their job yeah. to survive and eat and put food on the table for your families and everything. But there's mm-hmm. still the other stuff that we have to do that I think.
2: Never is talked about, right? So
0: that's I think that's dope.
2: Yeah, finding that healing in the in the process. So yeah. I don't I showed a lot of my scars, but I always say like showing off your scars lets people see that wounds can heal. So you know if you're if you're an athlete and you and you saw someone who had a ACL tear and they out there balling, you're like wow you can still ball with the tear like that. And it's like well that encourages me because I tore mine, and so that doesn't it, it means there's restoration is available. So that's kind of the whole mantra of the of the project.
1: That's really you know cool. I mean? That's yeah. great. Um, he doesn't love when I bring this up, but I just wanted to say Vince also likes to make some music on the side. Hey. He, he's a music head. Is that what you would call it? I don't yeah, know. for sure. So I think that there's a special connection for there for you two there because you really understand the musical side mm-hmm. of it and all that. Yeah. more than maybe the average. Coming hooper.
0: up, I was in the band. What? And I played seven instruments, and I wrote. I wrote um, some music for our band. Uh, I was a drum major my senior year. Oh uh, wow! Nine, so like, you serious? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sold an ensemble. Sick. I didn't
2: know you were a drum major.
0: Yeah. That's crazy. All right. So I did all, all of that and so I have a major appreciation for the business and the wow. work that is put in and you know, hearing lyrics and, and, and trying to figure out where what, what, what the thought process yeah. that you have behind each bar and yeah. you know even albums. And yeah. what like like you explained it, and I like so now you go listen to an album and see and, you know, there's a lot of people who come up with Album titles, and this is just my opinion. When I say this, we come up with album titles, and sometimes the songs or the the message in there doesn't always relate to what's yeah. being talked about. So yeah. I, I, that's you know that's just fun for me to kind of
2: see it all come to fruition. That's dope. I love that too because a lot of times people will assume you're you know an athlete is one dimensional, just like they'll assume an artist is one dimensional. It's like, and their eyes probably jump out of here mm-hmm. seven instruments like mine did. Yeah, right. And similar, you know, when you talk about the different things that you might be interested in mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, uh that's 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 amazing to me. I I mean that's that's great to yeah, know. Yeah, because I was that kid, they was like,
0: man, you know, I was
2: tops in the country but like,
0: it's like, yo, you in the band? <laughs> yeah. You know, and I, I'm and I'm definitely appreciative of it. And uh I have a lot of my friends who were around me at the time, they're like, man, I wish I stuck with it. Music Mm -hmm. just for the outlet and what it does for you when when you're in dark places, you can always go and find an artist or a song or a bar uh, uh, that kind of can just bring you back, restore you. So um, you know that's that's music has always been an outlet for me.
2: Oh man! So have you? I I don't know if somebody asked you this already. like probably one of the number one rap songs out right now by this kid Roddy Rich. Roddy Rich. Okay, I didn't know if you heard the line. My daughter. Okay, (laughs) Okay. I was just (laughs) checking. She's like
0: that. You know, Roddy Rich is. I was like, eh, you know, I played it off because I knew she was going. She's like, yeah, you heard this. Uh, yeah, they play. Actually, they played in the arena. Oh, okay, right, yeah. for the game. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So yeah, whole you know, arm
2: know. in the rim, yeah. yeah. Vince Carter. Yeah. I said, wow. Yeah. let's look at
0: that. Yeah, that's so, cool. It's cool. I'm st- definitely I say, we're ages apart. Yeah, and for you know a young artist to even think of, hey, let me throw him in a, in a bar like that. So I'm definitely appreciative of yeah. it. Yeah, you know, with all of the young stars of today, mm-hmm. you know. Can't that's beat right. that.
2: I was gonna do it, but then he did it. <laughs> nah, man. That's hey, cool. it's still like, okay. Bro. I, I, right. I'm I'm all for it. I'll figure something else. Go for it. Yeah,
1: yeah, you can do it for sure. Between two the chains legs or something.
2: I don't yeah, know. yeah. Okay, Three
1: sixty.
2: Yeah, some
1: blocking people at forty two. You could make that rhyme that's somehow. Good, I like that yeah. actually. Yeah, you're welcome <laughs> for that one.
2: That's
1: good. <laughs> um, tell us a little bit more about restoration. So, any collaborations? Perhaps maybe a Tory Kelly because that's uh, my that's my favorite song.
2: Yeah. um... Yeah, I mean, you know, we a lot of R&B collaborations cuz I'm, you know, a big fan of a, a lot of like R&B music. So, you know, you never know who you'll hear. You may hear John Legend on there or BJ the Chicago Kid or, you know, I don't. You just never know who's going to be. You may hear Kirk Franklin on there and you know, just some You never know. You, just, you just find out, right? Yeah, you never know. I I mean, you never know if I'll give that kind of exclusive information on this podcast or not, but uh <laughs> You never know. So uh, yeah. So no, I'm excited about it. Um, it's just a, it's a lot of collaborations too. Because not a lot, but I mean, it's a lot of like meaningful ones. Because this time around, I wanted to work with people that I felt like, man, I, we just had chemistry. And even outside of being in a studio, um, I appreciated something about them. And even in the, the 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 process of restoration, like there's a part of their story that's inspired me or other people, um, in their journey. And so that was really important for me. Can I ask a question that with with musicians? I, I
0: you know I've always, I'm always thinking about and, and trying to figure out how they go about creating this whole project. Yeah. With this project, did you come up with your title first, mm. or did you were you already writing and yeah. cre- you've already created a couple tracks and you're like, okay, let me try to build something around what okay. I already have done.
2: Yeah. Truthfully, I mean, just being really transparent, I was like. I was really, really depressed and like anxious, like it was a lot going on. I felt the pressure of industry and then just like being on the road. I was coming off tour, wasn't getting a lot of time with my family, and just felt out of sorts and I mean, I'm sure you could relate to like mm-hmm. man, it's mm-hmm. just everything's moving mm-hmm. a million miles an hour and and I was just struggling to like like buckle it down and just kind of like hone it in and get my 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 hands wrapped around everything, so it felt overwhelming, and I did something I had never done before I said uh cause you know, there's no off season for artists, I guess. So I I took an off season and I just took two months and I said, I'm not doing anything. And, And I just spent time with family. I spent time, you know, I went to therapy, just like everything. I would start working out and, and I just, you know, began to heal. And I was like, man, I'm really like being restored. And I started writing songs about it. Just like, you know, just songs about this process and this journey of like, man, this is so good. And and the word just kept coming up, you know. Sometimes when you're writing music, like a like a term keeps coming up over and over again, and it's like, man, it restored me. Something. Uh, I was like, man, I said that before in the last song. And I was like, restore, restore. And I was just playing with that term, and I was talking to some friends, and they were just like, man, that's just it. Like that's what it should be called, like restoration. From there, it was easy to collaborate. It was funny, even working with BJ, the Chicago kid. He was like. Because usually we can get in the studio and just work out something from scratch. But I had written a song already and I just played it for him. It didn't have a chorus on it. And he was like, man, I I wanted to call this song the song I needed because you like dove into my mind and my life and just wrote the words I needed. And he said, I just have this this idea of what I want the chorus to sound like. And we collaborated on it and came out wonderful. So that's how it all came to be yeah and i I think
0: when you hear a lot of artists and you say some you know how those just so happens happen mm. and become hits or artists' favorite because of the process that happened, like yeah, or favorite album because of that, you know yeah. it's, like, it's one of my favorite because of your actual real experience, yep, now is your album yeah which poured into it, which now everybody gets to kind of
2: Learn, share and enjoy uh that was my goal uh Miss education Lauren Hills, like my favorite album. It changed my life and and that was all the album written through about her pain and what she was going through and so because she shared that with us, I was like, man, that helped me so much, I always want to do the same thing when I do music, it's just help people go through whatever they're dealing with so that's awesome, yeah,
1: is there a date in mind for the album
2: uh twenty twenty
1: that's a big date.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the whole year. The whole year. Know, 2020. Uh, yeah. We're just working, you know, a lot of little minute details that got to get ironed out. But I'm, you know, I'm not a perfectionist, but I just want stuff to, right. So I know definitely like probably spring. Yeah. But it's actually done. Yeah, most. I mean, it's done, but it's some tweaks that you just want to make, and just like you go back and listen to some stuff, you say no, 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 no. Do this, fix mm-hmm. this, turn turn that, do mm-hmm. this. and So I understand that. Yeah,
0: yeah. I've asked one more question to that. How do you um, decide when the album is it something? Let your label or you individually? How do? You, when do you decide? Or how do you decide the amount of tracks you're going to put on a? Mm. I know this is probably like everybody's like whatever, but how
2: do you decide the amount of tracks that you're going to put on your album? Um, you know, what I tend to do is I'll go in the studio and i just record as much music as I can. And I just, just, cause I'm a big believer that, you know, quantity produces quality. You know, it's it's probably like reps in the gym. The more reps you get, the better quality, you know? So for me, I just make as many songs as I can. And sometimes, you know, you, you may end up with 60, 70 songs. And then from there you're going to say that many. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking well, like, yeah, 15, 20. Nah, <laughs> 60, 70, 70 songs. You, and you of know, through, through that. And then, you, yeah, what you do is you may sit down and then you'll just say, out of these, you know, I don't know, because, you know, maybe 30 of them are ideas. Yeah. Right, so right, right. maybe out of these 30 that you have, which ones are worth, like, reinvesting in? And then you, you, you narrow that down to maybe 20 of them. And then for, out of those 20, then it's like, all right. You know, I heard Barry Gordy say a long time ago, if you had a dollar and you were starving and you could buy a sandwich or this song, which one would you buy? And if he says the song, then you got something. And so I always kind of use that with my people. And I say, man, if you're down to your last dollar and you can buy a sandwich or this song. And some people say, I, I need that song. I'll be hungry today because I need that song. Then I know I got something and that stays on the album for me. Yeah
1: beyond your album what else is going on in the life of lacrae i know you are fairly active in the city of atlanta yeah tell us about that
2: yeah um i'm i'm always you know involved in something um you know grove park renewal is a um organization that works in grove park you know kind of Bankhead grove park i'm on on the board of that um peace preparatory academies in english avenue so it's a school that um was started by my good friend ben wills and we just kind of got together years ago and had a, a vision to see a school in this area that hadn't had a school in, you know, decades. And now, uh, over the years, we gotten all the way to fourth grade. So I'm re- very involved with those kids and they'll be at the game as well, you know, so that'll be exciting. Oh. Um, so, you know, just a, again, like that's kind of my lane. Um, you know, some of the, the, the stuff that's happening in, in the Atlanta tech space and just kind of, closing some of these gaps and, and creating opportunities for people who don't have those opportunities. I just want to fuel that. So wherever I can get involved in, in some restorative work, um, there's that word again, uh, wherever I can get involved there is, is important to me. And then just being all things Atlanta. So for me, it's like, I support the teams because I support the city and supporting the city means doing more than just going to the games, but it's like, what else can I do to support the city?
1: What is your favorite part about volunteering in Atlanta like giving back to the city even though this isn't technically home for you events
0: favorite part ooh um i i more so than giving time I just like I, it it's a great feeling when you see the appreciation in people's faces for you for giving your time more so than anything not you know cuz like when you walk in they just expect you sometimes it's like whatever but like you see people who are truly appreciative like around thanksgiving time like you took the time out just to come and just talk with me You know, uh, Christmas or whatever, whenever, whatever it may be, it's just, I I think that, that does a lot of good for for me. So, you know, outside of traveling, playing, ups and downs of our, of our, our season is minute, like so small to compare to the real problems in the world. And for where people, fans put us as celebrities. On that pedestal, I think it's we make their day just a simple fact of we walk by them, we're walking by, and they yell your name. You just say, "What's up?" You know what I'm saying? So it's pretty cool when you can kind of go to you know an event or or something of of any sort and kind of just give your time back to the city.
1: It's cool for me to see covering like community events. It's obviously money is great, and you know a place to go to school, but just to see like when they meet you, when they meet Trey, when they meet John, you know, especially like at the children's hospital, mm-hmm. the impact that that has on them, especially the the kids, you know, Life like changing. you know, and and like you said, and it, the
0: impact it has on us too, right. because you tip, sometimes you go to events and it's like, all right, you know, after practice, it's it's long, it's tough, but there's real conversation that happens, like when we te- we took we did the one earlier in the year. And we were on the bus going back. There was real conversation about what a kid was going through, a family was going through, and they forgot about it for two, three minutes because of the presence of everyone in there. And we still talked about it afterwards. It wasn't like, all right, well, that's done. Let's go. They're like, man, we're talking to this kid, and he was the burn victim or whatever. And they were talking about that. And But yet, they were... More confident and bouncy than us when we're looking at them, like, ooh, they're probably not in a good mood and they were in the best mood ever just because of our presence. And it's, you know, that's when it's like, you know, you come home here and like, man, my life's not, not that bad.
2: Right. You know what I'm saying? So I that's should be a appreciative. Thing. I love seeing that too. That And it changes your life too. Cause I got to just, I remember being a kid, just, you know, being able to meet NBA players because of situations like that. And it's like, wow. And like you said, you forgot. But as as you even as I was thinking about that meeting NBA players like, like what does that mean for you? Because I know like I've gotten to share the stage with some people that I looked up to or whatever. Like I I did a concert with Lauren Hill and it was like oh my gosh Lauryn right. Hill you know what I mean? Like right. do y'all have those moments? I so
0: I'll tell you two moments for me that was like just like that. Well, mm-hmm. one as a kid um, we, my um, well I was. Was I old enough? Uh my my mom and the, the band, so she worked for the band, took a trip to Atlanta to do something. And we got we were coming to a Hawks game at the Omni. Okay, that's how long ago. And they were playing Yeah, they were playing they were playing the Knicks. I'll never forget it. And uh, you know, seeing all these guys afterwards. And I remember sitting out there, you know, Neek walks out, Spud, Gerald Wilkins, who was playing with uh the Knicks or whatever. So Kevin Willis is standing here. I'm a little kid and like uh Kevin was, can I get your autograph? autograph? He was just like, whatever, whatever. Look past me, looked back. 10, 12 years later, he was my teammate. Wow. That's crazy. He became my teammate. So wow. the first time I, I met him, I was like, I told him the story. Obviously, he didn't remember. He's like, nah, man, that's not happening. I was like, no, bro, that, that happened. happened. <laughs> you didn't give me the no autograph. You looked past me like I was a little man. Like, I wasn't even there. Uh, but that was just kind of like one of those moments. I was like, wow, man, like this man is my teammate. And I remember it like it was yesterday. And obviously, as you go on, like there's kids who are gonna probably say have this. You gonna have the same story, yeah. but that was just—I mean, it was a weird moment, but it was a cool one because he became my teammate and still a friend of of mine today. And the other one was winning the dunk contest. Uh, Doctor J is was one of oh, my heroes. Man. Wow, winning the dunk contest, or just going through the dunk contest—that was my thing. And being able to hold a trophy and shake David Stern's hand it was something I always look forward to and, and had a dream of. So when that happened, I was like, "That's crazy! That's crazy!" So. Get the trophy, do all the, the photos like like you do, the interview, and then walk to the back. As I'm walking through the back, the curtain opens. The first person I see who's standing there is Dr. J. Wow. And he's like, congratulations, young man. Like, shake my hand. We we're just talking about it. I was like, man, I can't get any better. <laughs> right. So we're talking. I was like, hey, do you mind us taking a picture with this? So dunk champ, one of the first uh, NBA dunk champs ever. Yeah took the picture. So I have a picture of he and I holding up the trophy. He's number one. I, pro- I was cheesing so much. Like, you couldn't even <laughs> see my eyes. Like, same thing. It was just crazy because he's he's a hero of mine. And, um, you know, wow. he was the first person. And a couple of years after that, I got the opportunity to sit and talk with him. I, I don't know how he got my number. You probably mm-hmm. heard this story. Uh, maybe not. I don't know how he got my number, but he wanted to be the GM.
1: Oh, yeah, The Raptors
0: yeah. were looking, yeah, for wow. a, a GM. And I get a phone call one day from this number. And I answer it like I normally don't answer numbers I don't know. Yeah. He's like, "How you doing?" This is Julius Irvin. I'm like, Julius Irving. Irvin? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right, hey, bro, stop playing with me. One of y'all, whatever. So he's like, "We're gonna meet at this restaurant around the corner." So he's like, "It's like three o'clock." I got there like three ten because I was like, "Bro, this has got to be a joke <laughs> for sure." Doc J is sitting there wow. out there for the restaurant. He's like, "I wanted to reach out to you and you know, I was with the Raptors. So I wanted he wanted to be a GM, and I figured you're one of the guys that talk to us." Like. Yeah, man, I'll do what I can do. Like it was just one of those things. Like a guy who I to up to reaches re- reaching out to me. I'm sitting yeah. here having a conversation to him. It was just really cool. Now to this day, every time we see each other, we talk, and it's like I'm I'm, I'm cool with it now. But at the same time, like he's still Doctor J. Yeah, yeah, he's still a man I look up to and have an appreciation for. That's great. and have respect for it each and every day of the week. So it's pretty dope. You that can't way. do that. Like see, you didn't have to play against him too. So I was imagining exactly. I played pickup. Oh, okay. Still, when he was uh, out, he was still. I mean, of course, out of league. And just yeah. like you, guarding him. It was like, "Man, nah, nah, you can score, bro. <laughs> you can score." I get the ball. I was like, uh, "Nah, you shoot it." Like I don't, I'm not scoring on it. But at, at the same time, I got the chance to play against MJ. Oh yeah. And you know, obviously, it's diff- different cir- circumstances because this this is real. Like yeah. It's a real game, yeah. so I was like, "Bro, you got to this." Hey, this is your chance. You know, just like every kid, like right. you know, when they look up to the here, this is your chance to show them what, what you can do. What you made so, a- now, that, was, that was kind of a cool moment, too.
1: How many points did you have?
0: I don't know. 23 or something like that. I don't know.
1: 23 or something. You probably something had like exactly that.
0: 23. <laughs> no, I actually don't know.
1: Hey, Hoops fans. Want to play in a basketball game with some of today's biggest stars with Charles Barkley or Shaq as your coach? Well, Pringles and Cheez-It are bringing you that chance with the Celebrity Crunch Classic.
0: All you have to do is go make your winning pick for Team Cheez-It or Team Pringles at CelebrityCrunchClassic.com. You'll be entered into the Make Winning Snack Pick Sweepstakes, which gives you a chance to win not only a trip to the game in Atlanta with a guest, but also play in this game of unreal basketball shoulder to shoulder with the celebs. Oh, and guess what? Annie will be there too.
1: All right. I'll pick first this time. So if I had to choose between Team Cheez-It and Team Pringles, I'm always going to go with Pringles because that is my favorite and my go-to not only late night snack, but all day snack.
0: Uh, Definitely Pringles. I have to go with Pringles because that is definitely my, I need something to eat, right? This second snack where you don't have to go prepare anything. Just pop the cap and go to
1: work. And then between Team Shaq or Team Barkley, I'm going to pick Shaq this time because we had him on the podcast. He was great. He's a fan of winging it. Obviously a fan of Vince's. Vince, who you got? Still Shaq.
0: picking Shaq. This is my neighbor. I can't go against my neighbor. Good friend of mine. So Pringles and Shaq. Pringles
1: versus Cheez-It. Pick a side, stock up, and go for the win. No purchase necessary. Again, go vote and learn more at celebritycrunchclassic.com. Pringles versus Cheez-It. Pick a side, stock up, and go for the win. This NBA season, Mountain Dew is all about the threes, the shot that is changing the game. Vince, last night when we got that big win against the Phoenix Suns, there was one play that stood out to me, which was when Trey had a ton of space. DeAndre Ayton was guarding him, and I think he was getting ready for him to possibly go to the rim, so he gave him a bunch of space, and Trey literally pulled
0: up. Trey has the... And he has the ability to get to the rim. So as a big, you kind of like give him space, but still stay close enough because he's going to shoot it. But with his ability and shiftiness, he creates space and he gets you on your heels and he has the confidence to shoot the three-point shot from anywhere in the arena. And that was definitely a a wowing moment for our team. (laughs) Right. Brought to you by Mountain Dew, the official beverage of the NBA. Dew the do. Dew.
1: So Vince, obviously being an NBA player for so long, you have so much experience with traveling, but there's late nights and early mornings, which I can imagine only ends up with, you know, being sick, being tired, all that.
0: For sure. Um, it's important for guys to, to learn how to take care of their body. Um, make sure you get enough sleep. Uh, make sure you're, you're covered up, proper coat, so on and so forth, because you can eat, literally go from a, a warm city to a blizzard in in a matter of two three hours and you just have to adjust and, and, and anything can happen I'm definitely you, you know a cold can hit you within the next two days and you have a decision to make then whether you're going to perform or it'll break you down and you have to sit out.
1: Trust Zycam to knock out a cold at the first sneeze of the season.
0: Other cold medicines only mask symptoms but Zycam is homeopathic clinically proven to shorten colds when taken at the first sign.
1: Find Zycam cold remedy products from rapid melts to elderberry medicated fruit drops at all major retailers, including Walmart. Zycam cold remedy products are safe and effective. Visit Zycam.com slash winging it to receive a $2 coupon on your next Zycam purchase.
2: Welcome to the league.
1: Our last segment is called "Welcome to the League," where our guest tells us the moment that you realized you made it, whether it was kind of an embarrassing moment or a really exciting moment. So, tell us what yours was when you made it into the industry.
2: Sheesh! Oh my gosh, that's crazy. I think I think for me, there's there's so many levels to it because hip hop is this culture, right? There's there's like music, there's music industry, which is like this gigantic thing, mainstream music industry, and then there's like the entertainment industry. Um, but then there was hip hop and hip hop was first and hip hop was like the subculture of all of that, this little subculture. So the first thing that mattered to me was was like hip hop and and being a part of that culture and having the culture say, Wow. And I think that was um the BT hip hop cipher that I got to do. I was so nervous. I remember just being like just hit, that's <laughs> yeah that's right I was so nervous and I was like oh my gosh there's DJ Premiers yeah. right here and there's Meek Mill Wale Rick Ross and yes, all this I remember shit. this and I was like yo this is crazy and, and I just had to tunnel vision it and just go and I never remember I, I didn't no one no one gave me any like signs of like that was good because everyone was kind of on there like yeah. Uh-huh. You know what I <laughs> no, mean? It was no, like, like, you couldn't let anybody know. You're looking for that vibe. Like, yeah. I, you killed that. I didn't get none of that. Right. Nope, so I, I get home and it, it it airs, Um, I guess, like the next night when I get home. And man, just seeing like the tweets go off and my, some of my favorite rappers, is like Royce the Five Nine, all these people are like, yo, this kid, who is this kid? He destroyed it. And that was just a big moment for me because I, I knew hip hop. Was paying attention and hip hop was like, you know, this kid got it. You know what I mean? And that just meant a lot to me. When you hear a lot of your your heroes like saying, "Wow, this kid like he really did that," so I think that was that was huge. You know, obviously winning the Grammy and and whatnot is like that's bigger stuff. But that the first culture that really really mattered to me was like hip hop culture. So
0: he was like, "I'm official now." Yeah. I heard that. <laughs> I, I remember you remember watching the, that? I, I watched all those B.E.C. ciphers, even if I don't see the actual awards. Yeah. Like they, when once they aired, like, especially now on social media, they pop right up. Or yep. you start to read, you read what people have to say if I couldn't see it. So I was like, man, like this last one, I couldn't see it. So I just started reading what people had to say. And, you know, yeah. I like to read what they, they say and still have my view on it by watching it myself. Uh, yeah. So, um, I, me and my boys, we always like, a lot of my guys are, you know, my, my you know, KP and my guy Rod, we are uh, into the music a lot. And A.O., what up, A.O.? We, we, uh, have those conversations about those and kind of break them down to what we like and you know, there's a lot of new artists out there, but I remember, I remember that
2: MMG yeah. Cypher. Yep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. So it was, that was a big moment. And, it's crazy. And here I am still here, you know, which is amazing. How like, many years is this for you now? 15, Wow. Huh? 15. You're Nobody knows that. Cause everybody thinks I'm new every day. <laughs> so it's like, you just, there's a new guy. 15 so, years. Yeah. So I'm I've been in this thing a minute, you know what I mean? Like oh, that's right. I just keep watching <laughs> Vince and I'm like, well if he can do it, I can do it. Absolutely. it. <laughs> Absolutely. For sure. You know? <laughs> Only thing different is I don't my legs don't have to be in shape for me to do what I'm doing. Yeah, that's so that's true. It's you know. That's it's, it's crazy, it's crazy to imagine. But I'm gonna take some tips because I need everything I can get. I'm trying to stay out here, stay healthy.
1: I'm sure Vince can direct you that way. Of course.
2: Yeah.
0: I'm ask the last thing with that being said, fifteen years, did you do you have a because i am asked this all the time, so I'm, I'm curious for people who, when they hit the double digit in their career, do you have an ending point, or of when you're going to say, you know, I've had
2: enough, or is it like I'm gonna ride this to the wheel fall off? And I think I, I honestly think everybody should diversify to some degree. Like, not saying you have to give up your first love, you could be you could be involved in it in some capacity. Mm-hmm but you don't necessarily have to stop. It has to be your life. Like, right. You know no, what I mean? You're number one, let's say. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So for me, I think I'll always be involved in 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 music and arts and entertainment. I don't have to be the artist. You know what I mean? So, it, I, But as long as I can be in the space, be around it, I think I'll be happy. Um, so I don't know if... It, right now, it's starting to happen already. It's more exciting for me to be behind the scenes, working on stuff, than being out front. And I think as that starts to take over... It makes you. Then that's what it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? I understand so, that. I see you out there sometimes. It's like you you coaching on the sideline, but you playing at the yeah, same sometimes time. sometimes I get caught up. Like, you know, and it, it's what <laughs> the coach gives, you
0: know, sometimes I'll say something to the coach and say, I like, go tell them. <laughs> and sometimes I walk by, and be like, Skip, hey, coach, hey, hey, hey you know, whatever, whatever. And, you know, I have to catch myself. But I, that's because I still love the game enough. Yeah. Uh, I don't get the minutes, I don't play as much, but I still love it enough to help. A teammate help a young kid grow Mm -hmm. because that was done for me. Mm -hmm. So I never, like, step on any toes as far as walking around thinking I'm the player coach or the coach of the team. But, you know, at the same time, there's been a couple of times – like, we were saying something. He was saying something to two of the players. I'm saying something to a couple of players. We bumped shoulders like, oh, let me go sit down. <laughs> <laughs> my, my bad coach, he's like, no, nah, no, nah, go ahead, say it. Like, it's just weird because I don't want people, you know, it doesn't matter, but I don't want the people, the fans are watching sometimes yeah. who don't understand that dynamic or yeah. the freedom they give me as far as that size. Like, oh, he trying to take it over. He think uh, he the coach. Yeah, it, it's never that. that. It's, you know, I enjoy – educating yeah. and teaching these that's guys it in the like. fire you yeah. know? so that's kind of what it is that's so how
2: like, it always looks to me you, looks if like, you see
0: it you're yeah. like i'll say my uh, my part and i walk right right back to the to the end of the bench and everybody's <laughs> standing up i go sit down i'm like let me just sit down for a second <laughs>
2: just,
0: i don't know if it's too much you know because i i, I like literally i'll watch the game and i'm 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 in it like yeah. a fan yeah. and a teammate at the same time if that makes sense yep. and, you know just because you know, it's always a teaching moment, especially because we're so young. Mm-hmm. Uh, And when you're playing like the Houston Rockets, and when you're playing great players and yeah. great teams, that's the best time to teach. Right, right, right. In 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 the heat of the battle, in those moments, because they stick quicker than going back to it. Sometimes when they, you just had a bad game, you're like, "Man, I, I hate you, I hate you." But right then and there, you can say something to a, to a young guy, and he, and he's like, "Okay, I can use that now." Or now I can always go back revert back to that situation and it makes more sense you know so I love that so I see it right there I was like oh, gotta say it gotta say it you know <laughs> I've learned now gotta say it don't hold on, hold on to it yeah. speak it now so they allowed me to do that and they listened at first it was like like you said you couldn't get a response from some of the, the artists when you were finished it's yep. kind of the same thing with those like did he hear what I was saying like right. just tell me like you you got but it I like and it. then get it but then later on, be like, yeah, I heard what you were saying. So you, you figure out how to talk to these guys because some guys you can talk to, right? Or maybe like got you, and some guys are like, and but they hear you, and that's just how they process yeah, it. So crazy dynamic. That's why I think I'll still be around the game because of that. I don't know if I want to coach though. I I probably say it every. I
1: could see it.
0: Two shows. I mean, <laughs> every two shows. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to coach, but I, I enjoy helping guys at the same time. So maybe yeah. I want to broadcast be a broadcaster and stuff. But maybe if teams allow me to come in as a consultant, maybe I don't know. Um, just to kind of talk to guys, I, I it's I, I need that. Um, it's something I want to I want to do for young guys. Lots of different roles
2: out there, man. Yep. Maybe you and Doctor Jay. Maybe team I can create my right or create <laughs> my own yeah little lane
1: or a great podcast.
2: Yeah, or that. All of these got podcasts.
1: one. <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna go ahead and close. LaCrae, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much to everyone listening. Don't forget to stop what you're doing right now. And go below and give us five stars. Yeah, five
0: stars. We need that.
1: We need the five stars. Um, thank you again for your time. We really appreciate it. And we will talk to you guys next time. But before you go, LaCrae, how can they get tickets to see you on Monday?
2: Yeah. Make sure you um, you know, you go to hawks.com backslash lacrae, L-E-C-R-A-E. Um, and then there's, there's all types of different options Group options You get discounts You get food All those types of different things So, so make you sure. mentioned food They're going to pay right. attention yeah. <laughs> Food you know, oh, All of man. that this is, You know we want to make it accessible yeah, for you So dope. make sure you go do that
1: Alright well make sure you do that And we will talk to you guys next time